Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm talking with Connie Terry about how she helps businesses implement strategy plans. Connie has a superpower. She can look at a business and look at all of the pieces and know exactly the next step for them to grow their businesses. She is the only VA who was invited by Facebook to work on a guide for Facebook groups to keep bullying and false news at a minimum. Welcome, Connie. Thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. I am excited to be here too. So how did you get invited by Facebook? Yeah, so I had a business owner that got accepted into Facebook Accelerator. And so Facebook Accelerator is a six-month invite only. You go through a a long interview process, but you get to work one-on-one with Facebook. So you have an ad person and you have a Facebook group person and I mean, all the people. And so my business owner... He doesn't really know his data because I do all the social media management, all the Facebook group stuff. And so I would end up being in the meetings with all of that. And so he messaged me and he was like, hey, we're supposed to meet with Facebook. I didn't think anything of it. I showed up and they're like, hey, we're going to talk about Facebook groups and how you deal with bullying and how you deal with fake news and, you know, a lot of the things we were seeing. It was right smack in the middle of the election. And so... Mm Part of what they told us was Mark Zuckerberg wants to see more community in Facebook groups versus people just randomly posting stuff or people making claims. I mean, we were in the middle of pandemic and all of this stuff. And, you know, how do you keep some of that out? And what does that look like? So I did not realize I was the only VA. (laughs) I showed up and we were about an hour into it. And I'm like, okay, like how in the world did I get here? But it was so cool. And it's it's a guide that now goes out to anybody who starts a new Facebook group. You can get that guide and just some of the best practice on how to build a Facebook group and and keep that out. Because spammers are spammers are a problem in Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. So and people you see a lot of bullying in Facebook groups, especially the larger that a Facebook group gets. So it was really cool to for them to hear us, you know, and I could give real life examples of what some of the bullying and some of the things that we were just seeing that and how we you know how I go in there and kind of change that and how I ban people (laughs) and all of this stuff and you know how we put keyword alerts and all of this stuff that we we've tried to protect that community really strong especially women because they tend to get taken advantage of more than men do so but it was an honor I was like wow cross that one off your bucket list right (laughs) I didn't even know it was on my bucket list was the funny thing I was like I literally and we had to sign papers and stuff because they quoted us and then we you know all the stuff like we had to be all the legal and I'm like I literally just worked with Facebook one-on-one like that's pretty that's pretty dang cool in the whole (laughs) ecosystem and to be heard I mean we want people to have amazing Facebook groups and you know, not to have the problems that I see on a daily basis. So it was really fun. So that, that's so cool. So how did you become a VA? Yeah, so I took a Facebook course. And in the middle of the course, I guess it was about two years ago, I figured out like I was really, really good at looking to see when people are posting on social media, like, why is that not getting engagement? Why is that not you know, and being able to help them come up with content and stuff like that. 
And one of the coaches in there was like, I mean, girl, you're really great at this. Like, it, it's just a gift. And so she just kind of came in and just mentored a little bit. And was like, you could totally be a social media manager and, you know, all the stuff. And I was like, I never had thought about it. So I started out slowly, just kind of getting my feet wet with some brick and mortars and helping them. And then it just kept growing and then people kept referring. And, um, and that's really, I, it, I really focus on the social media part or that's what I was focusing on. And then like Facebook groups, because I could just see this trend in Facebook groups where people were giving everything for free and just no strategy as far as how do I turn this into a paid? How do I make this into a paid? And I just, I'm super strategic. Like I just have that gift to be able to go in there and see things and put the pieces together. Most people will tell you like, I'm the puzzle piecer. Like I can put the pieces together and be like, and to make it simple. So many times people get strategy stuff and it's so far out there. It's like big picture that they don't know where to start. And I like coming in and saying, okay, in this week, here's what you're going to do. In this time, here's what you're going to do. So, but I honestly just fell into it accidentally, but then just kept learning and I love it. I absolutely love it. That is so cool. And I think it'd be like really helpful too to like just break it down for people like, well, okay, this is what my step one on week one. And then this is what I do and just make it so it's not so overwhelming. Right. Well, and I think the biggest lie out there is that, you know, if you simply just build a Facebook following or an Instagram following that people will just come and they'll purchase you know, and I'm like, that is such a lie. And I don't know where it started from, but I've seen it in courses. I've seen it all over the place. And, and business owners will come to me and I mean, I had one that came and she had 500,000 and had a hundred on email, you know, and engagement was like at less than 1%. And I'm like, and there's always like, there's a little graphic that I use to figure out like, have you gotten the right people? And I was like, Houston, we have a problem. Like we, you know, it's like you're missing those pieces. And I always tell people like your numbers on social media don't mean anything to me. They're just a number, you know, are they engaged? Are they on your email? Are they in your text? Are they, are they connecting with you? And are you connecting with them? And that's where a lot of businesses, you know, they just want to build that number. And I'm like, I would rather you have a hundred people that will follow you around the world versus 500,000 that, you know, don't even don't know who you are. You. <laughs> yeah. so. so would that be the biggest mistake that you see some of your clients making or is there something else? A lot of times it is, but it's not, it's just not having a strategy. They, they kind of have this idea, like usually they have at least one product or one service that they're providing, but there's no thought as to how do we get them? How do we get people to that? It's just that thought of, if I just post on social media, if I just send an email once every three months, like, you know, and I'm like, okay, you know, like there has to be this strategy of how consistent are you with all of that, you know? And I think so many times they're just overwhelmed, they're confused. And so it's more than just one piece. I always say it's like a, it's like a circle. It's like this ecosystem, like all of these pieces work together, but when you take one out of the equation, then it's a broken wheel. 
Yeah. And so you have to look at, and that's what I do when I do my audits is I go through and I look at what are you writing in email? What's your email opt-in? Is it, is it something that people are even clicking over to? Like if they're on your website and they're not even clicking to that, then that's not resonating with them, you know? And then what's your, I mean, I literally comb through everything. They're like, oh my God, because most business owners can't tell me their numbers. You know, they don't know what their open rate or their read rate is in emails or what their click rate is. And there's some tricks to some of that and being able to really help them lay that out. Like all of my business owners have doubled their income, you know, and added streams of income that they just hadn't even thought about, which is just, it's fun. (laughs) It's just really cool to be able to do that and to, you know, give them those step-by-steps to be able to. And to be able to see that reward for them too. Yeah. Who's an ideal client for you? So my ideal client is somebody who they're really pretty established. I work with a lot of medical professionals, but I also work with a lot of bloggers and um, even some brick and mortar, but they have to be pretty established. Like they've been in business for a while and they're just not using email. They're not using social media, email, all the things. So they're kind of, usually my business owners are relying on word of mouth. Sometimes if they're a bigger business, they've done like billboard, they've done some of the direct mail stuff and they're not getting results from that. And so being able to put those pieces and using social media for that, they immediately see results, just being able to build out, you know, what they need to be using. So that is really the people I love. I just love to serve them because they're already, I mean, they're already amazing at what they do. So they're not in that struggle bus of, I kind of have an idea, but I don't really know. I, I love new business owners but they're just not, they need a little bit different to be able to get started. Mm -hmm. How do your ideal clients find you? Like, do you do ads? Do you do lives? Like, what do you do to get in front of your ideal people? That's such a great question. Some of it is that when a business owner has success, they typically know four or five other business owners and they'll refer those. Um, I'm starting to use LinkedIn and seeing results with that because that's just a different, it's a different platform where you can, you know, they're usually more professional. Um, Clubhouse has been a great asset to be able to go in there and give content and to be able to really connect with some of those business owners and to collaborate and, and just do that. So, but I mean, I, a lot of it's just word of mouth. I mean, you just need a few people who love you and sing your praises to, you know, and then you have to ask them, like, who else do you know? Um, I've tried Facebook ads. Um, it's really hard to get a quality person on Facebook ads. So yeah. it can be tricky. <laughs> it is. And, I, and I'm good at Facebook ads. Um, it just, it takes so long for the algorithm to kind of figure out who you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, And so many people use generic, like I'm a business owner. Well, they're, they're selling jewelry or they're selling something. They're not really a business owner as far as making five, six figures a month. So yeah, um, most people probably aren't going to check that button anyway, right? (laughs) Probably (laughs) not. So it's just a hard, like, um, I just haven't found great success with Facebook ads. I can do them for my clients and they get amazing results but it's just a different target market there it's a different target so but yeah I'm I'm loving LinkedIn right now 
in Clubhouse would probably be my top two. But I had to go figure out LinkedIn. I was like, I just didn't understand LinkedIn. <laughs> there's a great room um, for anybody listening. There's a great bunch of people and I can't think of what, if you follow me on Clubhouse, I'll and send me a DM. I can point you in that direction. But there's a room typically every day about 4 p.m. Eastern that they're all LinkedIn experts. And they're amazing at just giving what, I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm taking a thousand notes on what LinkedIn is. And, and they totally changed like how I did on LinkedIn. That's cool. Yeah. So do you have any big goals for the next one to two years? Yeah, but they're not really, well, they are business related, but they're not completely business related. One of the things that I, I love being an entrepreneur. I love but I love that I can take that a little bit of my business and be able to impact the world. And so my heartbeat is to help foster kids who um, are aging out of the system and helping them to kind of see like what skills do they have, you know, that they could, that we could foster and have people come in and mentor, but then also be able to help with some of the abandonment, the, the shame and the guilt that they typically have and being able to release some of that. So just really helping them like get a jump start on life when they've been yeah. given like a credit life. So, and that's such a broken system. So, but to have business owners come in and even just mentor them a little bit of, to see their gifting and to be able to help them, you know, do something a little bit different. So. That's but. cool. Do you think that that would make like a change to your business? Like, I know you didn't really mention the business aspect for it, so it might not really be able to openly correlate, I guess. Well, I think it correlates because, one, it takes money to do that. I mean, it takes money to, to be able to provide that training, to provide those resources. But I also see it as partnering with my business owners to be able, because they're all gifted. I mean, they all have amazing ability in their own right. You know, and so being able to see them kind of step even into that place and mentor a little bit. Um, so really is a partnership and, you know, me helping them, but then them also stepping into that place where we're able to help these kiddos. It could be a great way to help, like giving it back to the community too, right? Yeah, yeah and to be able, because I have business owners all over the United States. So, you know, it's not just one local area, but to really be able to see that expand and and I can build a Facebook page. I can build a Facebook group. So, you know, being able to even have, yeah, I mean, to be able to even have a safe place for these kids to land and ask questions and, and really get mentored with nothing expected of them except to, you know, follow through and to live out the gifting that they've got. Mm-hmm. So, but that's one of my goals for 2021 is to really bring on some business owners that to serve them, but for them to step in and serve these kids too. So that's cool. That'd be pretty rewarding. Yeah. Do you feel like there's any roadblocks holding you back from achieving that? I think you always have roadblocks. I mean, if you're an entrepreneur, you have roadblocks. And if you don't, you're lying to yourself. (laughs) I think one getting clear on um, what that looks like. And, and I'm not sure I'm still super clear on all the pieces of that. But then, you know, I always think there's, there's roadblocks there, you know, financially of what does it take to be able to do that? It literally takes an army to do that. So, you know, 
I think any entrepreneur, like any business has roadblocks. And I think anytime that you get to a place financially, like there's always a place where there's some mindset stuff that you have to kind of bust through and, and figure out, you know, what's holding me back. And so that's kind of been my journey for the past probably six months or so is looking at some of those things that I've heard passed down, you know, from my parents, my grandparents and really working through some of the mindset stuff. So. Yeah. It's crazy how it can affect multi-generations. Hey? Yeah. And, and I think that that's just not, um, I think again, going back to clubhouse, I kept hearing people in a room say you can go from zero to 10,000. And I'm like, if you don't have systems in place and you don't have, you know, that mindset dealt with, like, you can't go to there, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think helping people kind of figure that out, I think it's a journey for all of us to figure out, you know, where you get stuck and to recognize that maybe you are stuck and get a coach or get somebody, you know, to help with that. I just signed up for some coaching to be able to kind of work through and getting more of the systems in place. So it's, you know, cause I just saw that as, kind of entering this new year, like that was probably my biggest deficit was systems. So that's cool. Yeah. So just to switch it up a little bit, what is the best advice that you have ever received? Oh, that's a great question. I think the best advice somebody gave me was you can't do everything, figure out what you're good at and stop trying to be everything to everyone. And I was like, okay, I hear you loud and clear because I'm good at a ton of different things. I can write emails. I can write, I can take a Facebook group from free to paid. I can do tripwires. I can do all of these things, but am I supposed to be doing all of those things? And so being able to look at that and to really like, I think so many times we get into ourselves and we, I finally had to go ask people like, what do you see? What, what do you see that I'm amazing at? And, um, and everybody had the same answer, you know, you're so great at putting the pieces together and looking at the strategy, you know, and sometimes that's scary to, you know, not take on everything and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to focus on. Mm-hmm. And so, but that was the best advice. And that wasn't long ago. Like that was probably a few <laughs> months ago where somebody was like, why are you doing all this other stuff? Um, and she did it lovingly, but it was like, okay, we need to have a coming to Jesus meeting on, you know, what you're amazing at. Thank, thank goodness for friends. <laughs> you have to be open to hear that though. You know, I mean, as an entrepreneur, you have to be open to, to hearing that and, and doing so, but yeah, I'm super grateful that she was like, this is what you're amazing at go do it you know so it's always good to have that circle of people that you can talk to Mm -hmm. especially I was gonna say like in the online space or like in the in the business world like not just you know like my best friend who doesn't really understand that aspect right yeah and I and I would say to anybody like if you don't have that like really look for that But it also needs to be somebody who's a little bit ahead of you, a little bit like just able to sew into you, not somebody who's barely starting their business and no clue with everything. Like it needs to be somebody who is a little bit farther ahead of you that can be like, okay, girl, (laughs) 
why are you charging this for this, you know, and, and some of that stuff, because you're going to work through some of that, uh-huh. you know, just, I see that a lot with, especially beginning VAs, you know, I'm like, you're going to pivot a thousand times and it's okay that you don't love something. It's okay that you don't want to do something, pivot. It's not a failure. It's just a pivot. Is that failing forward? I like that. Yeah. I don't even know that it's failing because if you if you just like fall and get back up, you know, and say, okay, what did I learn from this? Every client, I mean, I had to fire somebody the other day and lesson learned, you know, like there was just a lesson in that that moving forward, you know, there there'll be a different <laughs> policy there and you don't just take somebody at their word of what they're saying their businesses and stuff. So you know, it's, it's looking at that and saying, okay, but what lesson am I supposed to learn from this? Mm-hmm. And then moving and just being okay. I mean, we don't look at little kiddos trying to learn to walk and say, oh, you're such a failure because you fell down, you know, you fell down. Like we were like, okay, get back up. And I think yeah. we need more of that in, especially in coaching, in VAs, in business stuff. Like we want to say, you know, oh, I failed, but Really, we just sat down for a minute and got back up with more clarity. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, don't step like that. <laughs> Make them share screen on Zoom before you <laughs> sign a contract. <laughs> just saying, maybe we should have. <laughs> so is there any thing that you have given that you think is like your best advice? I reworded that funny I'm sorry going to reword that no I love that so when I when I do rooms in clubhouse here's what I tell brand new entrepreneurs because I have a heartbeat for them I say take baby steps you can see the big picture way far off but there's a million steps to get there and if you try to jump through all of those steps um you're going to get frustrated and you'll end up quitting just take the next step just take the next step and know, know your strategy, know why you're doing what you're doing. Cause you're going to wake up on some days and not want to do it at all. Mm-hmm. So knowing like, here's my end goal. Here's why I'm in this, but here's my next step, you know, and you're not putting the cart before the horse and all of this stuff. Like you're, you're literally just eyes focused. And I also tell people like, stop looking at comparing yourself to everybody else your business is never going to look like somebody else's it's not meant to you know and I tell and I I tell business owners like because I've had people come to me that you know we did the whole strategy stuff and they're like well so-and-so has this many following and I'm like and I can go look at so-and-so's page and they really don't like you know the thought the the analytics are not going to tell me that just because I can see that on social media. So I think so many times we get into that trap of looking at somebody else's business with a little bit of envy because we think that they have it all together. We were talking about this in Clubhouse the other night because we were talking about, they were talking about six, seven figure people. And I'm like, I actually worked for somebody and out of six figures, she brought home 15%. You know, you don't know what somebody's business looks like. Mm -hmm. 
you're seeing an outside what they want you to see on social media. Yeah. And it's like, just because my neighbor has the big house and the nice car and everything else doesn't mean that they're not like <laughs> flailing <laughs> to keep it. <laughs> well, and I think especially now with having, you know, we're, as we film this, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Like there were a lot of people in the middle of this that you have nice cars and you have nice houses, but when you have no income coming in, they're, they're living paycheck to paycheck and everybody else thinks they're doing amazing. So you just don't know. So when you take your eyes off of that and say, this is what I'm gifted at. This is what I'm called to do. This is who I'm called to serve. And you're super clear on that. I ask my business owners four questions and we write out their mission statement um, to be super crystal clear. So their social media reflects that. You've got to, you've got to have that written. You've got to know why you do what you do and what you're called to do and stop looking at everybody else. I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's hard when you see everything on social media, but you don't know how many times it took them to take that one perfect picture, you know, or, you know, showing, I mean, people put up, I've seen people put up even like, we made this and I'm like, I mean, how do I even know that that that's your bank account or you're like, you don't, you know, and I mean, you hope it is, but you just don't know. And so when you take your eyes off and you're looking around at everybody else, you just get lost. You're off the path that you were called to be on. Uh So I just tell people like one step, know your purpose, take the next step every day, one tiny step. I keep having, so I don't know. I have little kids. And so we watched Frozen 2 at our house. <laughs> a million and times. Probably. Pretty close, yep. But there was this interesting fact about the movie that I discovered not long ago. And so it's when Anna is in the dark cave. She doesn't know how she's going to get out. Um, her sister, as far as she knows, just died. Olaf just disappeared. And so she's by herself. And so she starts singing that song, like, just take the next mm-hmm. step, the next step forward. And um, what was really interesting, too, is I think it was Kristen Bell is who plays Anna. But she also deals with depression and stuff like that and has mm-hmm. a really hard time some days. And that's she says that's literally what she does is she just, all right, well, what's the next, you know, like, what's my next step? Oh, sit up out of bed, you know, and what's the next best steps and so I don't know this relation everything there's so many things you're saying today that's relating to to different movies but that's really really impactful right and so it goes along with like just that next even practical to do is not write out a ton of to-do list like literally take and write out one or two things you can accomplish for that day you know what are those steps that you need to do you know, instead of maybe it's, you need to do an email opt-in. Maybe you need to sign up for an email provider, (laughs) you know, or maybe you need to find somebody that can help you with that. But like, what is that one thing? Because when you don't accomplish it, then you beat yourself up. But if you can say, you know, because we all have, I mean, we've all been guilty of writing 50 things on a to-do list and then the world falls apart and we're like, I only got one or two things done where if you would have only wrote two to three things and got majority of them crossed off then you're like, okay, success. 
Yeah, or even in an ideal world, could you even get all of those 50 things done in one day? No. <laughs> like, that's the reality of it. But I think we somehow think um, we've got superpowers that we can just do it or that it won't take us. I hear this all the time from business owners. Oh, it won't take me very long to do that email opt-in. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to take you a little bit because you're going to look at it and then come back to it and decide you want to add something to it or take something away or, you know, and then I think too, sometimes I see this a lot with business owners. They want it to be perfect. There's not a perfect email. There's not a perfect social media post. There's not a, I mean, there are things that you'll think will go viral that you think will do super well and they just go flat on social media. You know, I mean, who would have thought, I mean, as we're filming this, we just had inaugural. I would have never guessed that Bernie Sanders in a jacket and mittens would go viral, like, and that there would be a million memes of him. You know, he didn't even think that. So, <laughs> you know, like it's one of those things you just don't know. You just have to keep trying. Yeah. So don't be afraid to keep trying and something doesn't work. Have somebody else look at it. Have somebody say like, you know, what, what are your thoughts and, and just and pivot if you need to. Mm -hmm. Don't be scared to pivot. <laughs> Don't be afraid to pivot. Pivot is just like switching things up a little bit. Right. It's like not having pasta every night for supper. <laughs> Well, it's like your favorite pair of jeans that you bake more during quarantine and you can't just get into them right this minute, you know, like you don't just be like, oh, I just quit life. Like you say, okay, one, we might need to exercise and two, why don't I go get some leggings right quick? <laughs> you know, you don't go throw everything out and be like, oh, and such a failure. Like, you're just like, okay, yeah, we got to make a change. And that's all it is. Yeah change the perspective really instead it won't be so hard on yourself yeah is there anything that you would like to share with us that I haven't asked you yet I don't think so I no not that I can think of girl all right well I appreciate you being here thank you thanks for having me where can people find out more about you and what you do but my favorite place, places, I am on Facebook. So you can go to um, Grow Your Business Online is my Facebook page. Um, if you're looking for a blog post or I have a really fun quiz right now, it's What's Your Business Superpower? And you can find that on Instagram at Connie M. Terry, or you can just go to my website at businessstrategyplans.com. And if you're in Clubhouse, come follow me. We do, I do a room usually twice a week. So, but just come hang out, like, come say hi, at least, like, that would be fun. Cool. Well, thank you again, Connie. <laughs> Have a great day, and we'll keep in touch. Okay, thanks. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review, and I'll catch you on the next episode.